Hello and welcome to another episode of A Toast to Rom-Coms. Today we are doing a movie I'd never heard of before um, called Your Sister's Sister. I am one of your hosts, Marie, and I'm your other host, Allison. Yay! Yay! Now, I myself was dreading this movie because I had never heard of it, because obviously we had one that we had never heard of, and it fucking sucked. And it all comes back to me, <laughs> you, and everyone we know. I swear, Miranda July gets so much publicity from us. I mean, it's negative publicity, but all publicity is good publicity, Especially right? to an artist, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You want to make people feel something. And I felt loathing and disgust. <laughs> and a little bit of fear. Happily. A little bit of fear. <laughs> happily. I did not feel that way with this movie. I was pleasantly surprised. As was I. My first note, I said, I have hope because of Emily Blunt. Oh, my first note was Mike Burbigs. <laughs> I didn't know that was Mike Burbiglia <laughs> until I saw it, um, him in the cast of characters yeah. after I watched the movie. Yeah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We here. are. We are. So today is your sister's sister, which was, was it 2011? Mm-hmm. 2011. Um, and I don't know anybody besides Emily Blunt. So I'll Allison, take over. Yes, please. Uh, it stars Mark Duplass, which he's in the league. That's pretty much all I know him from. Uh, he's in a ton of shit, but nothing really? that I had ever seen. Is it yeah. like independent stuff? Ah. Uh-uh. Okay. So Mark Duplass, Emily Blunt, and Rosemary... Do it. Uh, directed and written by Lynn Shelton. It won a lot of um, spirit award, like independent spirit awards, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Like I said, pleasantly surprised. I had low expectations, though. You had low expectations. I had low expectations. Well, okay, we'll we'll get there. Um, do we want to do the drink or do we want to do the summary first? Let's do the drink. Okay, so if you've seen this movie. You'll understand why we picked this drink. It's called the Bicicleta. Did you look how to say it? No. Bicicleta? Oh, I don't know. Because I, yeah, I was really impressed by how you said it at first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Italian for bicycle. So it's the Bicicleta, um, and it's red. So in my mind, I'm calling it the Red Bicycle. Oh, yeah, because his bicycle is red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, it has... Okay, you explain... Do, do the- you- uh, do you want me to just go over the ingredients? Well, it's club soda, mm-hmm. which is which is soda water. Soda water, mm-hmm. and soda water is not flavored like tonic water. Tonic water has a little bit of sweetness to it because I sat in front of the mixers at the liquor store and for about like five to ten minutes googling everything and was like, oh shit, I don't know what to pick. And then I think I settled on the right one because it said soda water in the ingredients. And I think, like, wait, what the hell is this? Club soda. Club soda. Yeah. It doesn't have any, like, added flavor. It's just basically carbonated water with more minerals is what I found. My question to you is, why didn't you ask someone who worked there? I don't know. I get nervous. Oh, I always, I ask everybody everything. If I can't find something, like, right off the bat, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? Like, I just ask. I think it may be because I work in retail. I just don't like to ask people things because I get so pissed off when people ask me things. Well, thank you for adding that paranoia to my plate. 
but also I don't work the floor. So maybe that's why. Um, So the ingredients to this cocktail, bicicletta, we'll see if I, um, Campari? Campari. Campari. I actually don't know. I'm just making that up. That's great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we got dry Italian white wine, but I picked Riesling and now I'm like feeling nervous about it because I know that's not Italian, but it's a dry white wine. Like a Pinot Grigio, I guess. Uh, but I really like this Riesling and it's dry white. So that's why I picked it. And you're looking at me with a face. No, I'm not. I'm just, okay. I'm just listening. No judgment. Okay. Uh, and yeah, the soda water. And it's supposed to have an orange garnish, but I forgot to get oranges. No, but there is an orange slice oh, yeah, in here. That's right. I didn't see it. I thought it was an ice cube. <laughs> so it's supposed to have an orange slice, but since we didn't have a regular orange, um, I just put a mandarin orange slice in here. So shout out to cuties because I love cuties. I love cuties. They're delicious. They're great. So I was really looking forward to this. So our past two drinks, we had the Naked and Famous with the Mezcal, which was fucking terrible. It was horrible. And so last drink was went down really easy. So we had a bunch of them. And yeah. so I was literally on the floor. Literally on the floor. And so I saw this drink. We were going between two. One of them had absinthe and two types of vermouths in it. And one and this one. So I was like, mm, maybe a lighter drink would be good. Yeah. You know, just the uh, the one. I mean, two types of vermouth absinthe. It seemed really heavy. Yeah. And I don't know if I would. Yeah. But now that I've smelled the Campari. I tasted it. I took a swig. And you said how terrible it was. My husband took a swig of it and said how terrible it was. It smells fucking terrible. And now I really am just putting, usually I can't wait to taste the drinks. And now I'm dreading. It's like taunting me. Yeah. It's like looking at me and But they're really pretty they and are. vibrant and pretty glasses, but I'm like, it's right now my mortal enemy. Your husband actually said it was the worst alcohol he's ever had and in he his had the life. Mezcal and the chartreuse. So I like the chartreuse. I don't know. I just everything I've, in that drink is tainted to me. I've used the chartreuse in like a lot of gin cocktails, like oh, at home really? recently. Yeah. Hmm. Like gin, mint, chartreuse and like a little bit of tonic that must be pretty it's not i mean it's like a yellow yeah but it's okay it's good though all right are you ready for this all right cheers cheers bitches oh yep that's really bad you know it's weird because like god the first time you take like the first second you taste it and you're like oh okay and then the aftertaste is awful it's ju- it's just bad, it's bad, it's all around bad. The smell, like if you inhale before, like right by you, you can smell. It's just bad. What is this aftertaste? Sorry, Campari. Why? Maybe you'll be like Mezcal, and like us on Instagram and Twitter without listening, and you don't know that we're bad mouthing you. It's so like Campari. festering in my mouth. So you're likening Campari to pus. I thought Fester meant to rot, as taught by Uncle Fester and Adam's family. Yes, you're right. What the hell? How are we going to drink two of these? This is horrible. Horrible. I don't know. I'm going to try to... I, 
like I'm not a straw person, but I honestly wish we had straws because it'd be easier to down them. Can we put these in your daughter's sippy cups? No, the my daughter's sippy cups like they don't have holes on the outside of the cup, so it's actually harder to suck oh. out of them. Oh, okay. Or else I would say yes. Should we fish the ice out of it to make <laughs> it easier? God, that aftertaste. It like teases you every single time. You're like, oh, it's not bad. Oh, it's terrible. So would it be cheating to tell Bernard to cut the Campari in half and add double the amount of wine for the next one? This is a new animal. It's a whole different animal than what we've ever dealt with. Like this, it's really bad. I'm doing it. All right. I support that. I would rather drink three naked and famouses oh boy that's that's saying a lot it gets worse as you go on cut campari in half he already cut it in half by the way did you know that i did not know that i thought he put two full shots in it like you asked for because he said he was gonna cut it to oh i don't know he said he was gonna do something I thought he was going to do two ounces of Campari, four, four ounces of four of wine, but I told him not to because I didn't think that we would be oh, able to fit it it's all It's so in. much liquid. Yeah. So I said three, and then because you just fill the rest of the glass with the club soda. I disagree with having this in a wine glass. I think it needs more of a tumbler. I agree, but the instructions actually called for it to be in a wine glass. It did, but the picture wasn't a wine glass, uh-huh, so that's it's very funny. confusing. In a wine glass, add Comperi and wine. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a rough one. It's going to taint this movie a little bit. Oh my god, this is horrible, people. Does anybody, like, I guess this is a Negroni, and everybody's always like, oh, it's an acquired taste, not everybody likes it. Well, there's a reason why not everybody likes it, and that reason is it's horrible. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to summarize this movie. Summarize the movie. I'm so upset about this drink. I thought it was going to be light and refreshing. What? Nothing. I just told Bernard not to cut it in half. I said fourth it. (laughs) like really do you just want to have the dry riesling (laughs) is that what you want to do just have some dry riesling i feel like i'm cheating but it's it's really bad it's really bad so if you're listening to us sorry please go on twitter a toast to rom-coms and let us know how you feel about campari it's so i think it like i know it's a bitter's it's very bitter. Like, I mean, I don't it, know if that's... It, 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 it's all in the back of my mouth and I can't get it out. Yeah, it's, it's on your way down to the throat. It, like, gets stuck <laughs> behind your teeth. And I feel like I'm sitting here with my mouth open like I'm supposed to be at the dentist's office. Like, ah. Because you don't want to taste it. Uh-uh. So, yeah, summarize the movie. Okay. So, this movie opens up with a commemorative service for... Ooh, very fancy words. Thank you. Commemorative service. Thank you. Uh, For Jack's dead brother, Tom, who used to date Iris. Um, And then we all find out that Jack is in a bad place and Iris says to go to her parents cabin in the woods and to just take a day take a week I think take a couple of weeks I don't know to have be alone and just mull it over and get in a good place and then he goes and does it bikes there in like two seconds 
I disagree. I wrote down that it was a really long bike ride. I thought the bike ride, too, was really short compared to the bike ride from. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. (laughs) All right. So he bikes to this house, gets there at night, finds a lady scantily clad in the house. And uh, that lady's a lesbian. They drink a lot of tequila. They do the nasty and um, then the person, his best friend who told him to go to the cabin, surprises them, spends the... Ca- <laughs> I just saw Marie take a sip and shudder. I know! It's not even, like, initially it's not bad. It's, like, the next three seconds. <laughs> I feel like I'm drinking a skunk. That is what this tastes like. The smell of a skunk, but in your mouth. Like mulch. Like <laughs> Exactly! Like, you just want to keep your mouth open. So, whatever it was, Iris comes to the house and surprises them and spends time with them. She didn't know her sister was going to be at the house. Then they all talk. We find out that Iris loves Jack and Jack loves Iris. But then he doesn't want her to know that he banged her sister. And then they all get in a big fight. And the condom has holes poked in it. That's my summary. So the opening scene made me very skeptical of how this movie was going to turn out because I was like, we're at this commemorative service a year later and there's all of these people for this one guy. And in my head, I was like, who has this many friends? Well, it's like a funeral. But it wasn't. It was a year after he died. No, no, no. I know. But you think that that's a lot of friends? To celebrate, like, a dead person's life? There were, like, ten people there. Maria, that's not a lot of people. That's, like, a Friday night for me and my friends. Well, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Drink your Campari, asshole. (laughs) I I was really surprised because I saw all these people, and I'm like, oh, we're going to have a lot of characters. Nope, they were just in for that (laughs) five-minute scene and done. So Mike Birbiglia is going on and on and on about this guy. And finally, yeah, it's that bad. Jack. I'm trying to keep my mouth open after I swallow so I don't get the aftertaste. It's working. So Jack (laughs) and talks about what an asshole his brother is. And then him and Mike Birbiglia start yelling at each other. And then... I made a mental note of this is why I don't have friends because this kind of scene is unnecessary in my life. I mean, it's awkward. I think it's extenuating circumstances. There's a a dead guy a year later and you're yelling at somebody else that once he was an asshole and you have to pay tribute to even the asshole parts of people, not just the good parts a year later. You want to bring that up? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So I die, and a year later... I say that you're an asshole? You talk about the time that, I don't know, I yelled at you for not changing the toilet (laughs) paper That's always what it comes back to. Whenever I think of you being mad at me, I think (laughs) of not changing the toilet paper. (laughs) And whenever I'm like, live with Maria again, I gotta be good about changing the toilet paper. Yes. Our dream is to live in a nursing home together. When we're old. Yep. So I really ended up liking Jack as a person as I got to know him. But in this opening scene, I was like, man, this guy's an asshole. I wrote, so he's a meanie. 
don't shit on someone else's memories of someone especially when you're supposed to be celebrating it i see what you're saying yeah but i did like how iris and jack talked to each other Mm -hmm. because they were very blunt with each Mm -hmm. other and when they said something mean to each other or could be construed as mean they brushed it off or just accepted it as truth and moved on i like that they didn't sugarcoat things it they just told it like it was. They were, I don't know, they seemed like genuinely good friends. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it turns out that Iris was with Jack's brother for seven years, and then she, like, up and left him. No. Seven years? I thought it was seven years. I thought that was, um, uh, oh, am I wrong? Hannah. Oh, how long were... I didn't... Did it say? I didn't catch it. Okay. I know that they were broken up, though. Yeah, she left him... I think it was a long relationship. Okay. I did not write down how long their relationship was. Okay. So believability of this was tough for me. I could see like the emotional aspects in Mm -hmm. terms of trying to figure out how you're feeling after someone that close to you passes. Yes. Even a year later. Yeah, for sure. I get that. Mm -hmm. And having complicated feelings for someone who once had a relationship with someone that was close to you who is now dead also tough does it happen like does that happen in real life do you think i don't know i'm sh- i'm sure it has but not often what's that story where somebody marries a soldier and they oh it's the patriot do you remember that? Where With Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson's wife dies and then he goes and fucking marries his sister and it's fine. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, I know that was acceptable in like the Viking, the Viking years, but I don't remember that. That was movie. in, uh, I mean, that movie's 100% factual, so. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, it is. I had a couple big hangups about the believability of this movie. Only a couple. I did too. Some of them are nitpicky, but I did too. Just <laughs> give me one of your nitpickies. Who drinks straight tequila? Who sits up at night and just downs a bottle of straight tequila? No limes, no mixers. You just drink it, you take it. There's no wincing. Nobody winced the entire time i drink hard alcohol by itself i look like i'm dying i look like i'm having a stroke or something like absolutely not i guarantee you that after this drink with campari that's not even that much alcohol straight alcohol is not gonna be a thing for you i'll try to drink a scotch after this and we'll see what happens Ooh, bringing out the big guns (sighs) Give me one of your believability issues. One of my believability issues is I I looked at these people in my head, like their ages, and I was like, uh, 33, 35. Did you think they were younger or older? I thought 35. Okay. And they're talking about this whole pregnancy deal. Like, it is a sure thing. She sleeps with him once, and boom, she's going to be pregnant. That's not, like... That's not how that works. That's really interesting. I didn't even think about that, but you're completely right. They're all older. What? It's yeah. harder to get pregnant yeah. as you get older. Like, you know, the geriatric pregnancies that we talked about with uh, Bridget, Bridget Jones's, Jones's baby. baby. 
And they're all like, oh, she's going to be pregnant. She's going to be pregnant. She's going to be pregnant. It was one time. And I understand the condom had holes poked in it. But he was still wearing a little bit of protection, right? I mean, some of the guys would have been trapped in that, I think. I don't know. I don't know either. Is a poked hole condom better than no condom at all? Yeah. You would think. I feel like it's a sign. Because he put the water in the condom and then, you know, you're pouring the water into it. The semen, it's not a lot. And it's not like pouring out of a faucet. It's not a continual <laughs> flow of water pressure. <laughs> High water pressure. So how many of those guys escape? That's a very good point. Yeah. So I just found their shorty of pregnancy to be hard to believe. Yeah. I couldn't believe a woman who was a lesbian sleeping with a dude that fast. Like, I know that she had ulterior motives, but still, like, has she ever had sex with a man? Like, was she, I don't know, just the logistics. Yeah, I know. Just the logistics of it. it, it I found that a little unbelievable. What did you think about the sex scene? Did believable, unbelievable? The sex scene cracked my ass up. I love that he said thank you at the end. <laughs> thank you. Good night. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not drinking this. Uh, my commitment, it's over. I'm, I'm done. I can't do it. It's worse than the naked and famous. You are absolutely correct. I cannot drink that. Because my very ungulping it down it makes it worse it makes it worse. i was taking big sips and it like makes it it makes it worse my stomach's already roiling really yeah i'm, I'm done i got like halfway we'll just have the dry riesling yeah we'll just have the riesling okay um sorry guys sorry not sorry this is bad i will never ever use campari again yes that is correct like i'm probably just going to throw it away it's that bad uh, the, that whole thing didn't bother me at all. Really? Like the the fact that she was a lesbian and slept with a dude? No, that didn't bother me. I was like, well, they're drinking a bottle of tequila. She just got out of a horrible relationship. He's in trouble with, you know, just getting his head on straight. Can you, um, I believe him sleeping with her. I just don't believe like you can just switch like that. I don't think she was switching. I think she saw an opportunity and took it. Like, he apologized for it being so fast, and she was like, mm, no biggie. I think that she was glad it was fast. I think she got exactly what she wanted out of that. I I didn't have as hard a time to believe with that. Yeah. I was more like, I found it hard to believe that she was a lesbian at all because I was like, ooh, this is our meet cute. Yeah, you know, I thought so too. He's looking in on this girl through the window. She doesn't have any pants on. Her super soft butt. <laughs> supple. It was supple. I, I wrote down, you don't hear supple enough. Yeah. He, um, but he said super soft and I was like, is this a good thing? How do you even know? How do you know? Um, thought I was really shocked that she wasn't the one that we were looking for him to get together with. Because I said, oh, she's a lesbian? Like, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I thought it was believable that they slept together. I did. Okay. I didn't get... When the day Iris comes over, remember, she can't sleep. 
So she crawls into bed with her sister first. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and crawls into bed with Jack. Mm-hmm. And he's reading. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's reading a book with a yellow cover. Do you remember that? I remember it, but I didn't see what the book was. I didn't see what the book was either. Mm-hmm. It was a book with a yellow cover. Yes. The next morning after breakfast, her and her sister go out, right? And she comes back. Yes. They go for a walk. They go for a walk and come back and Jack's reading. Mm-hmm. He's reading a book with the blue cover. Well, didn't you see there was like a shelf of books behind him? Did he finish the book with the yellow cover before he started the book with the blue cover? Did he finish it? He was in the middle of it the night before. Did he stay up half the night reading? I feel like that book was so little, though. Did you see how little it was? It had to be like 70 pages. Are you sure? I feel like it distinctly because I made a note. I was like, that's a really small book. Okay. Yeah. The yellow one? Yeah. The yellow, the, not the blue one. The blue one was like a novel looking yeah, thing. Yeah, the blue one was a novel that he was just starting. Mm-hmm. So maybe he did finish the yellow book, but I want to make sure that he finished the yellow book because I was really upset that he was starting one book without finishing another book. Another thing that I found unbelievable about this, and this is kind of familiar with other uh, other movies, uh, no, like no one has jobs except iris like does hannah not have a job i mean um jack like straight up said like i don't have a job but he turned one down he turned a job down remember they were talking at the eulogy thing and he said that's okay (laughs) he turned down a job for someone she was like why did you turn that down he said because i could never work for them again and i didn't get that whole thing but you're totally right about that. Um, they could just t- kind of take as much time off as they needed. I just don't know how people like survive. I mean, I guess he was biking. It's not like he was driving a car. Yes. Did you wonder where he got the tent from? Yes, <laughs> I did. And also, an unbelievable part, it looked so cold. And he's just wearing that Sherpa-lined jean jacket. And the entire time, I'm like, that was not warm enough. You're going to catch cold. <laughs> I was like, this dude is biking down the roads. Is he just like camping on the side? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because it was the longest emotional montage. We thought Hugh Grant did some montaging (laughs) in Notting Hill. Like this emotional montage of three people being sad. It was a long montage. It was sad, though, because the sisters got better before he did and he was just sad for a long time now let me ask you a question how long was that emotional bike montage to you like how many days hours weeks like what did you think (laughs) i i thought it was like three or four days okay what did you think i think three or four days i don't know because the sisters got better so fast I don't know, but I wrote a note. I was like, so is he just like forced gumping it now? Like just biking across the the United States and then she's going to read an article about him later? Like, oh. He, he got pissed off that his bike chain wasn't working and he trashed the bike. I wrote down like, dude, this is a simple fix. It's just a bike chain. <laughs> and I went, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And Get then the he shit out what, of it. walks back to the cabin. You would think it was miles and miles away. What does Bernard say? Is he disappointed in us? I didn't tell him we weren't drinking it. I just asked for the bottle of wine. 
Did you ask for two glasses? <laughs> I did not. Are we just going to pass it? Uh, we could ask him to throw this away or like put it in a sink. Yeah. And just say game over. Did he try it? He did try it. What? I don't know what. Are you doing it again? Oh, my God. Your stomach is an iron trap. Is it still bad? Yeah. It's really bad. So, I think believability-wise... It, like, makes me salivate. Like, it's all, like, coming up. Like, I'm not going to throw up. But if you finish, that would do. It's hard to say. It's a risk that I don't want to take. Hi, Bernard. Did you taste this? Oh, yeah. What did you think? It was by far and away the worst drink I've heard for you guys yet. I put more wine in it after drinking it the first day, which kind of mellowed it out. We're giving up. We're not doing it. Can you just can you spill them out and then we're just gonna drink the wine? It's so bad. If you drink the Campari or Negronis, please tweet at us at a toast to rom coms. Because I really want to know how many people like this stuff. Are we doing something wrong? Are we doing something wrong? Should here? we contort our faces while we drink it? Should we hold our noses? I thought about holding my nose. Yeah, I did too. Uh, so we'll finish off this. Oh, wow. He did use a lot of the wine. He did use. He used half the bottle of wine in those two drinks. We made the move to just read. Do you want to trade? No, I'm okay. Do you want to trade? I want more. Okay. Are you sad about that? I'm not sad about that. Okay. So was the bicycling camping by the side of the road? Was that the most unbelievable part of this movie? Yes. Yes. Even more unbelievable than poking holes in the condom. Is that legal? Is it illegal, I guess? Can you poke a hole through condoms without, like, a guy's knowledge and be like, hey, I'm pregnant, like... I mean, you wouldn't be able to get child support. I don't think so, because if you do it without their knowledge and then you come back and you're like, you got me pregnant. But then I guess, how do you prove that they poked holes in the condoms and then it just wasn't a broken condom? You take it to a faucet and you pour water in it. Ah. That whole montage was really funny, though. Oh, I, the music that went with it. Yeah. I thought we were getting into a horror I movie. know. It was so suspenseful. <laughs> it was. And then in my head, I was like. Why is he washing out a condom right now? I was like, ew, why is he getting it? Is he checking to see if he came or something? Like, I was so grossed out. I was like, what are you doing, guys? And guy? I was like, oh, that condom was defective. And then she admitted to poking holes in it. And I went, you thought the condom uh, was defective? Yeah, I didn't get this whole, like, she poked holes in it because she wanted to be pregnant thing until it was spelled out for Oh, my me. goodness. <laughs> yeah, so whenever they're having that talk and... Iris first brings up that she like Hannah wants a baby. He's like motioning to her like, did you like sleep with me for a baby? Like he's like motioning to her and like getting her attention. Behind I thought Iris it was just back. because she didn't want to talk about sex in front of her sister. Like at first, like then eventually I got it when he was spelling it out, but I did not put it all together. <laughs> that I mean, while horrifying, that scene was really funny. But do you know what I wrote after it happened? In big, bold letters. What does that say, Marie? You can't trust vegans. <laughs> hey, look at my notebook. What does that say? Okay, Bex. No. Go to. OMG, Iris just admitted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're horrible. It says she's a vegan. Allison now hates her by default. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's true. That's so true. Because she's eating like dried bananas and shit whenever Jack first gets dehydrated bananas. Fuck that. They're dried bananas. Like what the di- what's the difference? And I love that Jack was shitting all over it. And then the steak in the fried description, he was like, I'm going to do the steak with like blue cheese and butter. And then I'm going to get tru- fries with truffle. And I was like salivating while he was describing this stuff. Oh, my God. And he's just like shitting on that vegan stuff. And I I said vegans are the worst immediately. That's awesome. Yeah. The pancakes look terrible when she was making them. I was like, please don't eat those pancakes. Please don't eat those pancakes. But yeah, the whole vegan thing turned out to be hilarious. Can't um, trust them. Can't trust them. I couldn't get over, and I know I'm going back to this again, and it's not that big of a deal, but the whole montage camping by the side of the road. <laughs> I thought the tent was going to blow away. I guess my, my problem was he was going to a cabin, but he took a tent with him just in case. Like, you're going to a cabin to stay why are you taking a tent did he get the tent from the cabin no wasn't it the color of the pack he was oh wearing? yeah you're right yeah i didn't th- i don't know that logic i don't get it and i understand why he didn't destroy the bike because of the defective chain she chain he destroyed the bike because he was like all emotional emotional turmoil yes and i get that but then how did he get back to the cabin taxi Uber. Just kidding. Uber didn't exist then. When did... Okay, because 2011, Uber did not exist, no, right? No, definitely not. Yeah. Especially not in, like, country. Where do you, where do you think this took place? Because that was a... No, like, that was something that I was continuously wondering. I was like, is it Washington State? Like, Oregon? Like, where is this? I thought they were in New York City at the party. Huh. No? I don't know. And then she talked about the cabin, so I figured that he was going to, like, Vermont or Connecticut somewhere. There's cabins around New York State. That you have to take a ferry to? That was the only thing that oh, I Oh, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I, w- I was trying to figure that out, too, because that was, like, everyone else had U.S. accents. Emily Blunt has a British accent. They can't be in Britain, though. Until they explained that, I was like, With how the is this a thing? Thank, I mean, they had to address it. Like, even if they didn't, yes. like, they had to put it in the storyline, even if Emily Blunt, like, wasn't a first choice or something. Yes. Because you can't. So to, let's go back to the sex scene for a minute, because okay. we didn't address that yeah. fully. We were caught up on the drink. Do you want to do that for chemistry, or you want to just do it now? Well, would we talk about that for chemistry? Because that's not who he ends up with. Okay, fair. Well, we can, I mean, are we done with believability? I I am. Okay. Because it was like a very believable movie besides the biking and camping. And like I said, the straight tequila. Nobody does straight tequila. Unless you're crazy. Well, you drink to get drunk. What would you drink to get drunk? Wine. Really? That takes so long. Not the way I drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Drink a bottle in like two hours. Less. It has to be less. A bottle of wine can't get you drunk in two hours, can it? No, you're right. If I'm by myself and I want to get drunk, I drink a lot of wine. Okay. Um, With my country club pours, as James calls it. Obstacles to Jack and Iris being together. Um, How many can we count? (laughs) I put vegans. 
<laughs> vegans, you can't hold that against Iris. She's not a vegan. That's true. That whole putting the butter and the potatoes was really funny. It was funny. Like, and she the did like them. Biggest overreaction. Like, it's just a little bit of butter. Like, the cows, don't they have to be milked? Yes, they do. But they get, they produce more because of how they're treated and what they're given to eat, I think. Oh. So, yeah. Also, whenever, like, the whole pregnancy was happening, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to have to take so many vitamins just to have a healthy baby because she's a vegan and she's not going to get anything she needs out of her diet for that baby. But we don't (laughs) find out if she's actually pregnant. That killed me. I thought that that was the most downer part of the movie. Not knowing. Well, that and the fact that, yes, she did think she was pregnant from one night stand with a kind of condom on. Yeah. That's probably the most unbelievable part of this movie. Yeah. The the obstacles, the vegan, the vegan lesbian. The vegan lesbian. Um, I guess his emotional state of mind. No job, no life, no prospects. But like, they didn't seem to care about that whole thing. I feel like that's something that comes up later, though. Like, you get together in the heat of the moment, and then... You just, it comes up later in your relationship. But it's not the heat of the moment. They've known each other for years. No, no, no. He said, he's like, I'm not, and I'm like not good enough for you, pretty much. But isn't he? He's a good guy. He seemed like a good guy. No, I, I liked him. Yeah. The whole sleeping with the sister thing. It's tough. It is. But I feel like it wasn't as big of a deal as her relationship with his brother. And I think he made a really good point. She was like, you slept with my sister. And he was like, you slept with my brother many times. Yeah. That's why I thought like they, the sister and the brother, and now being that he's a dead brother, I thought added another like kind of twist on them getting together because... He's a dead guy, and you kind of, like... Have to, like... Hold... Like, I don't know how to put it. Not hold him to a higher standard, but... Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I I don't know how better to put it. So, I I thought that that, like, the whole dead brother and her being with him was an obstacle. Yeah. But those are the big three... The three biggies, and they're big. They're very big. Yeah. I feel like if they didn't solve it the way that they did with Iris and the sister fixing their relationship Mm -hmm. first it would have never happened it would have been a strain on the relationship if there would have been one forever he did the right thing by leaving the sisters alone i agree because in the end your family and you have to make up yeah no matter like what the issue was i thought that was really sweet and big of him and neither one of them left the cabin so they knew they had to fix it which would have been really hard. But it's not like it happened on purpose. Well, she poked the holes in the condoms on purpose. Also, why wouldn't this... I guess not. I was going to say, why wouldn't the sister know how Iris felt about Jack? But I guess... It didn't seem like they saw each other a lot. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking in my head. 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand why Emily Blunt blamed Rosemary Dewitt that much for sleeping with Jack. It was they were drunk. It was one night stand, and she got really pissed about it. And I didn't get why. It's because she was the guy that she loved. But it wasn't known. Right, but even so, like Wouldn't you're still you gonna get more mad at the guy than the girl. The guy, the guy didn't know. Yeah, but why not get mad at him and not her? I don't know. Yeah. So I think you just got to take your anger out on somebody because you're mad that the person that you love slept with someone that's not you. Did you think it was bizarre? Or would you have been able to get over? How about that? He said to her, I only slept with her because I couldn't sleep with you. And that to me was a very bad line to say. I didn't take it that way. I took I took it as like it was the closest he could get to her because he didn't think he could sleep with her ever. That doesn't make it better. No? No, that does not make it better. He yearned for her. It's insulting to both of them. It's insulting to the sister. Obviously, I get that one. But why is it insulting to uh, Iris? Because... Either you're emotionally stunted too much to say something to her about it. But you don't want to ruin that friendship. You don't want to risk, like, I love you. Oh, well, I don't. We can't be friends anymore because this is going to get in the way. I don't know. I just thought it was very uncomfortable. You're very uncomfortable. I am. Thank you. I like it whenever he came to see her whenever she was staying in that not heated small cabin when it was cold was it a tree house i thought it was a tree house i thought it was just like a ramshackle cabin yeah (laughs) she said your face is really going to annoy me i really think your face is going to annoy me i like they were very tender with each other and like they were both crying and they were wiping the tears off of each other's faces and i was like oh you know, this makes me sad. Do you want to go straight into chemistry? Yeah. I think they had really good chemistry. So do I. I loved the the banter between them, too. Like, I think they had really cute, sarcastic bits between them. and Yeah, even from, from that first scene where <laughs> she, like, drags him out of yelling at, the, at Mike Birbiglia. And she just said like something like, did that go the way you thought that did <laughs> in your head? That worked out for you? <laughs> I Like, straight talking, they're obviously there for each other. And I, I, again, like, until Iris confessed to her sister, and I can't remember the sister's name. Hannah. Hannah. Thank you. I remembered Iris. I remembered Jack. And then... All I have is vegan down for the her names. Until Iris confessed to Hannah that she loved Jack, I had no idea who he was supposed to end up with. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought at the wake that it was going to be Iris, and then the he met the he met Hannah. Hannah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be Hannah. Wait, she's a lesbian where is this going yeah and that i don't i don't think you can because i was like he can't turn her that would be like completely wrong and inaccurate to life tough ethics there (laughs) yes 
<laughs> I was like, especially after that sex scene, that was not that good. He was like, do you want me to finish you in another way? Should we cuddle? Thank you. My favorite thing was when he did Tana and lifted up the Oh, top yeah. Butter. That was really funny. <laughs> and he went, you're underwhelmed. <laughs> I love that self-deprecating humor. Anytime a dude does that in a romantic comedy, I'm sold. Yeah. I love that. Because that is something that I could actually see a guy doing. Yeah. I could absolutely see a guy, like, getting under the, under the covers. And then, like, the girl turns around and he's like, ta-da, I'm naked underneath. And you're <laughs> supposed to, like, give this big reaction. It's like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? <laughs> and then he squealed. He squealed? Yeah, when he came, he squealed. Oh, I didn't catch didn't that. Didn't you pick up on that? And then he goes, oh, I squealed. I'm so sorry. He went like, <laughs> No, I missed that. I kind of want to go back and, like, fast forward to that part. Oh, something that was tough. So remember how I was boasting that I was able to watch it for free on demand? Yes. It was censored. <laughs> what? It was censored. So they bleeped out fuck. And then I don't know what they were saying when they were talking about Iris's pube shaving thing. Was it? Oh, that was, was uncomfortable. Was it pussy hair? Like, because I was trying to read lips. They talked about, did they bleep out bush? Oh, yes. That's what they bleeped out then. Okay. Yeah. They were bleeping out bush. Okay. Because I was like, why would they bleep out bush? I was like, are they saying pussy hair? Which is so much worse. It is. I can't remember every terminology they used. I thought, I didn't understand why Hannah brought that up. I thought that was a complete dick move of Hannah. At the end of the movie, I still didn't like Hannah. Oh, you never liked her? I liked her at first, but... I just think she's really selfish. Okay. And I just, I don't think she redeemed herself enough. I understand her apology and everything. Like, it was a really good effort, but I just, that was really shitty. Yeah, you're trying to get pregnant by a guy without his consent of getting pregnant. And then possibly destroying your sister's future relationship yeah. it's a it's a lot to come back from i also it's like can you imagine like your uncle is your dad oh no i didn't think about that it's real game of thrones stuff here oh hey did you see those new pictures on buzzfeed you bet your butt I did. I didn't read everything I yet. didn't read everything either because not all the pictures were loading, and I was like, I gotta I save this. So, okay. So you never liked Hannah. That mm. makes sense. I liked, like I said, I liked her at first. I liked her until I found out what she did. Uh-huh. Like, even after Iris admitted, like, oh, I love him, I was like, well, like, what are you gonna do? You didn't know. Right. Kind of, I guess. But, like, after the poking holes thing, I was like... No. So you would have been fine with her if she hadn't done that. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a mistake that you can't predict, like, what's going to happen in the future. You're both sad. You're both drinking. You sleep with each other. Man, what are you going to do? Yeah. I thought the trying to cover it up. At first, I was like, why is he hiding this so hard? It's just his friend. And then everything comes out and it makes sense. But chemistry. 
liked it. Unfortunately, they didn't really have a first kiss, really. I mean, they did, but it was not your stereotypical first kiss. I think that was par for the movie and the relationship that they had between the three of them. I think that was going to be like their new little family unit. That makes me uncomfortable. Does it? It does make me You don't want me to hug you and kiss my husband right next to your face? I don't. At least you didn't put tongue in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was disturbing. Um, no, I like I got the speech like I'll be with this to you, I'll be that to you. And I couldn't I guess because he's the outsider, he was the one who had to make the speech. But I was like, this dude is the one who fucked up the least. Yes. He has the most to apologize. Yes, like, I agree. It's a, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And then I also felt really bad because the girls were like getting over things. They were smiling. They were laughing. Hannah was like painting and shit. And he's just so sad in that coffee shop asleep on the table. Well, I think I don't think it was just because of the girl stuff. Though. You think it was because of the whole Tom thing too? Yeah, it was a, about the brother. He just had more to get over in general, and uh, he says it at the end in his speech, and I I liked it. He's like, uh, emotionally, I'm at best precarious, and at worst, a cripple. Yeah, I really, really, really loved. That I line. did like that line. Yeah. And he's very honest. Like, he knows himself, it mm. seems like. Yes. But then I also wrote down, I don't know why he's begging for them. They fucked it all up. Did they or did Hannah? I think Iris needed to be honest about her emotions, but I guess you can't hang that all on her because he also loved her. I can understand Iris and Jack both holding in their feelings because they don't want to ruin, a, like, a long friendship like a years long friendship can you though well like i mean you can't tell somebody that you love them and them not love you and then stay friends and then you just don't have them that's very true but how like you don't think that either of them picked up on the fact that the other one had more than friendly feelings i say it's hard to know i say you give yourself a glimmer of hope and then there's that part of you that just kind of like was like no like no it's not gonna work out like they don't like me they don't feel that way about me you don't does that not make sense I it does make sense to a point it just it's a gamble to me and I know it sounds bad like to say at their age of 35 like you I, I don't think it's like age of 35 it's now or never I think it's age of 35. You need to feel some sense of security about yourself and wanting to take care of your future. Okay. So not waiting for things to happen, but you got to like do your part to make them happen too. And they were too old not to. No, I get that. You just don't agree with it. It just makes me think that, oh, we're all getting older. Okay. That was a doubter. Sorry. That's the Camperi. I still feel nauseous from it. The wine's not helping because you're not a wine drinker. No, I hate wine too. It's I love I really like this. It's not cold enough. Like I would want it ice cold. I drink a beer cold. I drink a lot of room temp wine because I'm lazy. 
<laughs> and I want wine now. Like, I want the wine more now than I want it cold. <laughs> wow. I do not like waiting. Why don't you just put some wine in the fridge so you always have it cold? Sometimes I forget. Or I just buy it because I run out and I'm like, oh, I want this now. I thought you were going to say, why don't you throw a few ice cubes in there? No, but that that's that's something, though, because nobody keeps the wine cold at the stores. They have coolers, but not a whole lot in there. There's probably like 20 to 30 wines in the cooler. Oh, are they not good enough for you? Sometimes I forget that they're there. <laughs> okay. I like the Chairman Selection wines. I don't know what that means. It's like the wines that are on sale. <laughs> <laughs> but they're at the front of the store and they describe them in like a lot of detail so I can get like a good feel for them. How do they feel in your mouth? Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> I had yesterday off and at the liquor stores on Friday from four to six they have free wine tastings and the dude who is giving out the samples goes, you look like you know a lot about a wine. And he's like, what do you think of the mouth feel on that wine? And I was like, I no man I don't know what mouthfeel means it feels cold <laughs> I, what do you want me to say that white wine has a lot of body I wish they would just have somebody like supervise and not talk and let you pour out your yeah. own samples pour your own wine pour your own samples. samples they had like these teeny tiny like like plastic little things not there. even like shot glass size uh-huh. it was a water cap size Ooh, yeah that's it that's not enough so i was wondering how you were gonna drive like over an hour after doing free wine samples because i was like that's a lot of wine but not if they were that small that's a very good point that i did not think of before driving (laughs) (laughs) i did have a red bull though Ew. during the drive not before with the wine that's crazy do you drink red bull i really like sugar-free red bull (laughs) i did not in college, I had, like, a two-year stint where my drink of choice was vodka Red Bull. Mm. I love them. I love that taste of Red Bull. I don't know why. Isn't that supposed to be really dangerous? It's really bad for you to mix, like, the upper and the downer. <laughs> yeah. The more you know. The more you know. Do About you, you. Do you like energy drinks? I don't. Have I you ever tried them? Have you ever tried Red Bull? I want to say yes, but I can't be a hundred percent you can't know until you try it if you like it or not i think i have some in my basement in case the apocalypse ever hits so you can run really really (laughs) fast and stay awake a long long time i don't know why (laughs) because they're in cans and i didn't want to drink them so i just put them in the basement instead of throwing them out whenever i'm really sick and i have to work I take Sudafed and drink Red Bulls mm. because that's the only thing that keeps me awake for 13 hours at my job. That's terrible. It is. Sudafed and Red Bull, that's a winning combo. I hope I don't go to jail after this gets released. Why would you? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you didn't say you're selling Sudafed and Red Bull. That's true. No. a personal question. Still not going, not relating to the movie at all. Are you going to ask me about my bush hair? No. Okay, let's proceed. You don't have any. The last time I saw your bush hair, it was shaved. Shaved. (laughs) (laughs) It goes, it it has varying degrees of length. 
depending <laughs> depending <laughs> on how much time I have to take care of things. I want to get my I want to get it lasered. I just don't want to have to worry about it. To me, the money is not worth the time it takes. You to don't do it. want like a laser tech with like those glasses, like real up close to your vagina, just like. Psst, Plus, it takes psst, it psst, takes more than one time, doesn't it? I think it takes like four to six yeah, goes. No. Do you have a lot of hair, like on your body? I'm not talking about just your your bush. <laughs> I I feel like I have an average amount of hair. I've never come. <laughs> looked it up online to see average amount of body hair or anything so i'm not sure i feel like eastern european ladies of descent have it pretty easy i feel like we're not that hairy okay <laughs> <laughs> apparently british women are hairy down really? down there how do you know this i'm going off of th- i was tying it back to the movie with emily blunt's bush I was wondering what the personal question oh, was. Oh, I never got there because you <laughs> distracted me. No, it's going back to the caffeine talk. If you have a cup of coffee, can you take a nap right after? No. So, I mean, that's why sometimes um, at in the evening, like at four, I would really like a cup of coffee. But, but you wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah, it takes me longer to get to sleep for sure. But also on the other side of the spectrum, if I have too much to drink, it also negatively affects my ability to sleep. Well, whenever you drink a lot of alcohol, you don't go into your REM cycle, so you don't get as like solid of a sleep. Okay. So even though like sometimes if you have like a beer or two, it makes you sleepy, like you still don't sleep as good as you would. Uh, I feel like my heart starts racing. Oh. Yeah. If I if I drink right before bed. Oh, that sounds terrible. It would. I don't drink before bed for that reason. I'll have a drink, but not like more than one. Yeah. Unless I'm doing the podcast and it's not Campari. <laughs> and it's not Campari. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, the the bush talk, I never understood the reason why Hannah brought that up. I thought it was embarrassing, mean. Like all she did, all it did was yeah. embarrass Iris and Jack. Yeah. So I, I didn't understand that whole thing. I didn't know if she was jealous of their relationship I thought of that, actually, that they were just really, really close and Hannah was not close with anybody. Yeah. Well, you said she's selfish. Maybe she needs to figure that out. I think she is very selfish, which is really what you want to be when you have a child. Not. Which is why I am not fit to have children. (laughs) I am selfish. Drink your wine. Oh, I am. I'm down in this bitch. Chemistry. We good on chemistry? I think so. Yeah. Emily Blunt and Jack. Good chemistry. I yeah. I just I love Emily Blunt. I like Mark Duplass. I loved him in the league. I didn't watch enough of it to remember. But then my mind went to the league, and then Jason Manzukis. Manzukis. Maybe he can be a guest on our podcast. He uh, wouldn't. He, I don't think he would deem to to be on our podcast. Hell's no. He's too high up there. He is, but then you want Conan O'Brien to be on it, so... I think he's more approachable to fans. Really? I don't know. I think Jason Manzukis he, like, doesn't want to be bothered. Why do you say that? Because he said that on How Did This Get Made. Oh, did he? Yeah. What did he say? He doesn't want, like, a big interaction if, like, a fan goes up to him on the street. Oh. It Maybe it wasn't How Did This Get Made. Maybe it was Comedy Bang Bang. But Conan. Conan. Sorry, Manzukis If I see you on the street... You're going to have a fan interaction. Maybe it'll be different because we're ladies and he needs a lady. (laughs) 
we're married ladies. So. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't know that until we talk to him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say something that might be a little s- sad. We'll oh, boy. I feel like these movies that are like in between being like good, like really, really good and really, really bad are always like a little bit slow for the podcast. Like you, you thought know this what I mean? was in between good and bad? Like I liked it, but I didn't love it. But like I also feel like there's not a whole lot of material to talk about. You know what I mean? I agree. I think the more believable a movie, the less there is to talk about. And there were really two settings for this movie. Yeah. Three if you count the wilderness by the <laughs> side of the road. Um, there wasn't a lot of scene changes. There weren't a lot of characters to talk about. So I, I agree. I don't think there was a lot, even though we have like an hour and 15 minutes right now. I no, we don't. But I, I think half of that is whining about Campari. More than half of it is whining about the Campari. <laughs> and I think like another quarter of it we're going to be able to edit out. Um, but I agree with you there. It's harder to talk about. It was some, like, I don't have strong feelings one way or another. It was not a lot of comedy. There were cute parts, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of comedy on it. So uh, I agree with you. I just don't have strong feelings. I'll never watch. Like, I probably won't ever watch it again, though. Well, like, if it's on TV, like, I'm not gonna. You could come over. I bought it on Amazon, <laughs> and it was $3 cheaper to get the standard version versus the HD, so I got the standard version instead of the HD. Well, now I'm glad that I played I only missed, like, a few swear words <laughs> on my edited version. Did you see the whole sex scene? I don't know. Tell me about the whole sex scene. Maybe I didn't. Well, you saw the Tada. Like, I did see the ta-da. He was on top of her, like, moving and stuff. And yeah, so. I like your movement. <laughs> Thank you. There wasn't any nudity or anything. No, there was no nudity. Oh, then I saw the whole sex okay. scene. I just didn't know what they would cut out and what they wouldn't. I was looking up stuff on IMDb. Like, I look there's up... not a lot. There's nothing. But did you see, like, the parental guide? <laughs> I think somebody played a prank because under violence and gore, it says severe... <laughs> it does i want to bring it up and show you because i saw it and they were like two users said that this has severe violence and gore i was like somebody's having a go at imdb maybe they got really pissed about the holes in the condom or the ore she attacks him with the ore which i did think that was really funny i did i was like good for her but stay indoors why would you like go out there and oh yeah Uh, no way Um, also wait I want to touch on something unbelievable again. How many people actually store their keys outside of their house like that? I don't know. I think about that all the time. It's and very dangerous. I see things on BuzzFeed like the buried key and the rock key and all that stuff. And I'm like, do people do this? Like, why don't you just give it to a neighbor that you trust? Yeah. Or be a responsible fucking adult and carry your fucking keys shit happens i get that i guess but i guess not all of us have a garage door opener either moment they fell in love we don't see it right right? they were in love before the movie started also the i remember what i wanted to say before when we were talking about movies like this with the podcast 
And whenever we go over believability for rom-coms, it's not a negative if it's unbelievable because I think it makes for a better rom-com if it is unbelievable because I think it makes it funnier. And more of an escape. Yes, exactly. That's really well put. I didn't necessarily want to watch a commemorative service for someone who died a year ago. Downer. It is a total downer. Now it picked up and I wasn't sad at the end of the movie. But I don't know if I was happy at the end of the movie. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah. Um, Moment they fell in love, they were already in love. They were already in love. Yeah, all they had to do was declare it. Yes. Iconic scene. (sighs) So hard. Was there one? Whenever I think about this movie, I think of him rushing to the sink with that condom and filling it up and being like, no. And um, that's what I put just because that's what I think of. I I had that in mind. Um, I was also thinking of the scene where he's kissing Iris and Hannah's in the hug. Because, like you said, that's going to be their family unit. Yeah. So, I also, like, this is going to sound really bad, but I also, like, would be uncomfortable with that as my family unit. Yeah. Like like I said, the the uncle being your dad is weird. Yeah. The uncle being the father. Like, why not just have a one-night stand? Yeah. Like, I get he seemed like a normal guy. Maybe she was just drunk and wasn't thinking it through. Yeah. And tequila makes you take your clothes off. Does it? Generally. Good for you. I don't remember anything that happens <laughs> whenever I drink tequila. <laughs> but seriously, though, the last time I was out with my friends at, like, a genuine, like, bar scene, mm-hmm. they all got shots of tequila, and I did one of these guys where, like, you pretend to take it, and then when everybody gulps it back, you just go, like, a whoop. And then, like, spill it over your no, shoulder. You I totally not. did it. I totally did it. Because it was, like, a grungy-ass bar. And they all got tequila shots. I'm like, I'm not fucking drinking this. So I, like, tossed it over my shoulder as everybody was drinking their shot. How old? Last year. Oh, okay. Last year. <laughs> 27. I think that's fair. 28. How old am I? You're going to be 30. No. I'm going to be 29. You're going to be 29. Don't overage me. Okay. You don't want to be underage. You don't want to be overage. I want to be appropriately aged. aged. (laughs) Appropriately aged. Because I couldn't remember. That was really weird. I was like, wait, am I 27? No, I'm not 27. I gauge my age off of other people's ages. This is weird, though, because this is the time when you're 10 years older than me before I turn. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Somebody just celebrated a birthday. Guess what? All birthdays after 21 are poop. It's <laughs> really harsh. 30 is the new 20. Is it? Or are we just and saying 40 that? 40 is the new 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 40 yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> so, Marie, do they stay together? I don't think so. I think that they're really good friends. And I could see them staying friends, but they all seem so flaky. Yes. I said whether they stay together or not, don't stay together is dependent on the pregnancy. Which way would you go? If there's a baby, they're going to stay together. Even though it wouldn't be Iris's baby? 
Yeah, I still think they would maintain that family unit. I just, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't know what he's doing with his life. I guess he got some kind of closure or something after he beat up the bike and decided, like, what he was going to do. Beating up a bike really gives you closure. (laughs) You got to get it out somehow. And it's a waste of money. It's a huge waste of money. But I just can't see he even though he was a mature adult age wise, I just don't think he was a mentally mature adult. And I think the same thing with Iris. They they talked about her dating life and all that stuff. And it just didn't seem like she was in any type of place for a relationship or holding a relationship. Are you ever mentally ready for a relationship no. though? I don't know, are you? <laughs> I don't know. You're in one. Yeah, I know, but whenever I got together with my husband, it was after I it was literally a week after I was like, I don't want to have a relationship for a really long time. Oh, does that bore you? <laughs> You're yawning, that bores you. My life makes you yawn. I I don't know how that shit works. They're compatible, but I think that if there was a baby, they would all be more inclined to stay together because they would all be in the baby's life. I don't think Hannah could ever be in a relationship that was successful. She's too selfish. (laughs) The wine made you shudder? I'm just not in a good place, like stomach-wise. Sorry. Um, I picked picked a drink. Well, you gave me a choice. Yeah, I gave and you I a choice. And I picked it. It was hard to come up with a drink for this movie. I don't want to, like, I do. I did like this movie. I don't want to shit on it or anything because it was good. It's just, it, it was believable. Would you watch it again? No, probably not. I would watch it again. Like, there was something, I don't know if it was, it wasn't uplifting, but there was something that I felt was lasting in it. Is it just Emily Blunt? Is that the only reason you would watch it again? No, I'm on the fence about Emily Blunt. Yeah, I said it. I'm the only person in the fucking world who would admit to saying that. Yeah. But I said it. I'm on the fence about her. I don't know her. I don't know what she's about. I don't know what you're about. I'm an enigma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what the next movie is? I don't. Do you? No, you have the list, lady. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> that whole travesty. All right. Did so you take a picture of it? I took a picture Thank of it. Thank God. So Is it forgetting Sarah Marshall? Because that'll be a fun one. Oh, I think actually... Oh, boy. There's a lot of... Oh, boy. There's a lot of pictures of your husband on a swing in here. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is it a sex swing? Ew, no. I'm just kidding. We did recently watch The Criminal Minds, where Morgan find, ha- finds his cousin... And, like, the one oh. later takes her down into her sex den. That was so rough. And I was like, what are all of these it, sex toys here? This is crazy. And, like, they, the cousin has to spend time with her head in that, like, lunchbox thing that locks. Yeah. Weird. I know. And the fact that they knew that that what, what that was. Do you ever, like, this, like all of the sex toy stuff, I feel like they always send Reed on the job to, like, find out more about it, and it's always awkward. <laughs> What's the next one? It is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, it's going to be so good. It, it's, it is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So, we got a couple, we got a couple big ones coming up. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, 40-year-old version, virgin. Version. Version. 500 Days of Summer, <sighs> Roxanne. Which you have never seen. Never seen. Have you ever seen 500 Days of Summer? No. 
band. <laughs> then <laughs> after that, Maggie's plan, which I don't know what that is. So we have we have four four biggies coming up. Four biggies. I'm excited. Uh, I already I know my husband James is going to be a ho- a host, a guest host. What are we going to do that? We can talk about this later. Okay. So join us next time for forgetting Sarah Marshall. That'll be fun. I promise it'll be more fun than this one. I feel like this one was underwhelming. Well, I apologize that we couldn't do these two drinks. It was bad. A skunk died in our mouths. Yes, we and. D- I still taste it. I don't know. I got to figure out how to feel better after this. So, all right. Wait, rate, review, subscribe. We didn't go over how many martini glasses. Oh, right, 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 right. What do you rate this? I rate this as a three. I rate this as a three as well. Yeah. Not a lot of comedy. Not a lot of unbelievability. It's, It's fine. Yeah. It's a good movie. Watch it once. Agreed. All right. Rate, review, follow. We have 10 followers right now. We'd like to get at least two more. We'd like to get at least 29,990 more so we could make money, please. We'd like to give a big shout out. A big shout out. What are you doing a shout out to? I'm giving a big shout out to Spalding United Kingdom. Oh, fuck yeah. Who had right? us at six listens. I was so pumped about that. Yeah. Spalding please listen to us more. Yeah. Please. The word. We will grovel. We will pander mm-hmm. to whatever you want. Message us. We have three different cities in Australia that are super pumped. To us. Listen to us more. Spread South the word. South Africa. I think it was Durban, South Africa. Was that Durban, Durban? Ireland? No, it. <laughs> we. I don't think Dublin, Ireland listened to us. No, it, it was Durban, South Africa. Fine. You were making a joke. I was not. Which <laughs> makes it worse. <laughs> makes it worse. All right. Okay. Bye. On that note. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>